What is good? What's poppin', everybody? My name is C. Yo. My name is No Sean, holding C. Pause and welcome to episode 88, 88 of the podcast. Bro, 88's a big deal for us. You know I'm saying? Me and No, you know what I mean? Rocking uh, accidental matches. Yo, honestly, this is like my official podcast uniform. I already, already uh, yeah. called it a few weeks back, or maybe it was more, but anyway. I feel at home in the black and white stripes. I need a bit of red on it to rep my St Kilda football team. But we do have some red on the screen in the bottom corner with the uh, our two kangaroos giving each other some reverse uh, God knows what. <laughs> Josh doesn't you like know? that logo for that. He told oh, me the other day. So like, I, I love it. It's the funniest. <laughs> I really have to keep, we have to keep it for that reason. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I want to put it on like merch and everything and make that like the primary thing, you know. Just have to maybe, maybe take the uh, – get a dog straight through you, mate. Good on you. Um, yeah, I have to do yeah. it. Josh wants to change it, but I'm like, what do you? Maybe you can just take away do, the like... the dictail look. I mean, maybe just yeah. put a put a negative um, shadow on the bodies of the kangaroo on the legs, so you can see where the tail is finishing, rather than like. Uh, or is that, or is that yeah, going to look like goes... they actually got cocks in them? Is that what? Is that is that the worst Ooh, thing? That might even be more. Yeah. Or tail tail cocks. Tail yeah, cocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. Tail, you, know the, you know the tail cock vibes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. You know, can go either way. So, episode 88, we're going to explain in a sec why we're excited about this episode. But uh, Dan is not with us again. Dan is in the UK, had some family things he had to take care of. So, shouts to Uncle Dan. I'm sure he'll be back. Baby well, D. he's back in Canada this week. So, I, I imagine he'll be on next episode. Oh, so, right. keep y'all posted. Um, <clears throat> where do we go first? Well, the first of all, the beer that Notion had. So, for Let's those watching as opposed to listening... Hold that bad boy up. So I think I told y'all about this last week. We did we did two collabs with my stupid face on it. That is the one of them. So with those other three lovely faces on there, it's called Sejus de la Bière, like it's just beer, uh, with three other uh, beer, you know, content creator, media friends. Um, and we did a four-pack of beers with a brewery called Brasserie Générale in uh, Quebec City. And mine was a dry-hopped Pilsner. So like for people Bloody who are into beer... Just a beer that tastes like beer with this hop from New Zealand called Moteca that makes Ooh. it fruity and nice. It's, it's really good, eh? It's really good. Love it. Yeah. Like, I'm really impressed. I could drink this by the bucket load. There's nothing offensive yeah, about it. And it has that nice fruity uh, sort of lingering thing that happens. It's, it's nice. But it's also yeah, very dry at the same time. So that's, you know, just... Very dry. Yeah. I asked him for a... To do like a Pilsner Urkel style thing. Oh, cool. And then... Um, with the dry hop, I think you nailed it. So yeah. super uh, traditional pills. So that one Slutty. is fine. You can get it from around. It's, a, it's been distributed around Quebec. I don't know how many places have stuff left. I imagine there's probably still a bunch. It's not like it's, they're all not the most like hyped styles. So it's not flying off the shelves and you can't buy them individually. You have to buy a four pack. But um, yeah, it's good fucking shit, mate. Good fucking um, shit, mate. So that is that. But... The oh, we have another collab. This is what I want to tell you. I thought I'd just tell you on air. So we dropped those two collabs. There was mm. that one, and then the one with Kanawaki Brewing, which is a uh, the smoothie sour um, based on the Monte Carlo Bickies. Then we did another Damn. two smoothie sours with Kanawaki, which is the first uh, brewery in Canada on First Nations Reserve, um, nice. called Kanawaki, and 
it was a team thing. So the beer is called the Monstrosity, and it was based on uh, a fr- uh, dude, a friend um, did an article for Beerism, uh, which is my friend's blog. So one other dude, Mike, did an article for that, and it, he was predicting the beers uh, of the year. It's gonna, you know, maybe whether this scene will go in twenty twenty one, and what he's there was five different styles: so smoothie sours, lagers, pale ales, sour, um, pastry, th- all things pastry, and maybe there was something else. So we sort of had a joke, like, why don't we like combine everything into one and call it the monstrosity? So what they did, uh, it took like a year for it to really kind of come about, but um, it was ended up being there was like maybe four or five of us and the brewery. And then what he decided to do was bring in a few more people, split us into two teams. He made a base, a 10% sour base that's got lager yeast and pale ale malts, I think, to kind of bring all Mm. that in. And then we both came up with different recipes and split us into the team. So we didn't know what the other team came up with until it was launched. But my team, uh, we did uh, a pavlova smoothie. So we did... Vanilla, lactose, dark cherry, kiwi, strawberry, and passion fruit. Uh, so that sounded good. The other guys wow. did some shit with like, it's kind of like a carrot cake. I think it was like mango, peach, carrot, cinnamon, some other shit. So uh, pretty cool. I've heard the good thing. And then you can scan a QR code on the can and vote for your favorite one because we came up with like team names. Holy shit. Membership. So I haven't got my That's crazy. Yet. The launch was yesterday. I tried to book cars. Um, on Enterprise and on Communauto, couldn't get a single thing in the entire island of Montreal. Fucking it's insane. Holy so fuck. They keep telling you to go into the sharing economy, but it's some bullshit. Fucking just own a car. I can't wait to buy a car, man. I'm tired of having to rely on stuff like that when like I can just jump in my own whip and go. Like It really fucking pissed mm-hmm. me off. Like, I couldn't go to the launch of my own beer because it was too hard to get there and like because it's really far. You can Uber there, but you can't Uber back. So I would have been kind of Whoa. stuck. Yeah, because it's on, it's off the island, so the Uber doesn't go Jesus, in the fuck area. that. So, mm, super whack, man. But anyway, um, fuck the sharing economy and uh, yay to beer, I guess. So that's yes. lovely. Continue to get it inside of you. All the way in. Oh, yeah, what am I drinking today? Mm. I'm drinking a, uh, a tweed yeah, fizz with cherry, a five milligram. Uh, tweed is a, like a cherry Canadian ting. brand. Um, I don't know why it's so light. Um, there you go. And it's uh, cherry flavor, five milligrams. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I've had this before. It's not bad. No, I fuck with it. So we'll uh, we'll see how she goes. Um, now, 88. So. Now. Break you, it down you know, for, the, for the kids. I'm trying to even, okay, I can now remember the story now. So Nosh and I and a bunch of our friends back home are pretty obsessed with uh, the number 88, primarily because I, I guess the context is important. So. Australian hip-hop is a very interesting uh, place and culture behind it. Um, we've probably talked about this on episode one, I imagine, when we explained why we moved and all that shit, like the two-hour full story. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, the best episode you could, you could uh, skim back to to get the backstory. There you go, right? So there was this rap. Basically, the Australian hip-hop artists, at least the ones that were prevalent in the late 90s and early 2000s, ha- had you know things had to be a certain way for them to sort of be happy with how things, you know, they, they have to, they were very traditional purists, you know, talk of rap about graffiti and trains and, and stealing things and barbecues and, and all the, and beer and blah, blah, blah. Very like, you know, hip hop, hip hop type shit. So there was this one rapper named Bias B who I'd never met him, but I, you know, he was one of the, he was the first uh, person in Australia I ever heard rap. 
Um, not particularly my thing, but he hosted, co-hosted a radio show that we used to listen to every Saturday night. So, you know, he did shout outs for us when we were like 16 and stuff because you could call up and they would do it. It was fun. So he oh, yeah. had these cool. albums. So I became a music writer in the early 2000s. And obviously I got sent a lot of products. So I reviewed, I got a bunch of his stuff. Now I was not a fan of his shit and there wasn't many music writers. So, you know, anyone would, I think any artist that's independent in Australia that I would have been writing about would have read my reviews just for the fact that the scene was small and the places I was writing for were like, um, you know, pretty respected. So he had this one album, I forgot what it was called. Um, but when you opened up the album cover, it had like a, almost like a, a poster that said, where were you in 88? And the idea being, oh, no that's shit. where it came from. The idea being I'd, that if you weren't painting trains or rapping or participating break or beat breaking, DJing or whatever in hip hop culture in 1988, then you are not real and you do not deserve to participate in the culture because you're a jump on your bandwagon type of motherfucker, right? So we found that hilarious because we were children in 88. Um, obviously, most people doing rap now would not born for probably 20 years after that. I mean, not 20 years, but, you know, 10, 15 years after that. So that whole concept became very funny to us. We used to mock these dudes all the time because they didn't like, I guess, the types, you know, their ilk didn't like what we did and we didn't like what they did. So we mocked it to the point where 88 became this, like, we made it. I don't know what our problem was, man. We always got obsessed with things and we always took it too far. Like way too far. It was hilariously too far. Right. I feel like it's usually. But it was me. like you know, the most fun way. In like I yeah, said, yeah. hilariously too far. Hilariously too far. So what we did, there was one day specifically. It was August the eighth, two thousand and nine. So eighth to the eighth, hence eighty eight day. So it was me, Nosh, uh, my girlfriend at the time. Did we do it on in two thousand and eight? No, because the people that were there, I didn't Spewing. even. I I wasn't with her then. Um, oh, okay. That's the only reason I remember the year. But it would have been better if it was two thousand. Gotcha. So oh, that would have been the straight flush. The, whew, mate. So we went to, we started off and we went to, there's this place called the Eureka Tower, which is on in South Bank in downtown, like in the city in Melbourne, like right on the river in the main area of downtown. And it's got a it's viewing a really deck. really tall residential building, right? It's I think it is. Tallest residential building. Yes, or, in or, Melbourne. Well, before, the, before the other one got built. But yeah, it was a really big one. Was it the tallest, just the tallest building at, at the time or some shit anyway? At the time, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had a viewing um, level on the 88th floor. So we went to the 88th floor and we were getting off on that. And then we went to the merch store afterwards and we bought the beanie and the hoodie. Like we all bought it, um, which was very funny to us. And we went to, there's this restaurant called Quan 88 in, um, Ab, is it Abbotsford yes. or Richmond? I think it was, was it? It was the Asian street where they have all the Asian restaurants. Um, Let's say Richmond. Yeah. I don't know, but we ended up, we ended up ordering. Uh, yeah. Go on. Yeah, that was, that was classic. We ended up ordering uh, item 88 from the menu. <laughs> whatever it was. Which was, which whatever it was, we ended up sharing it and we got a whole bunch of shit. And then we tried to all have collectively, this is something I was throwing in, like to get like 88 drinks between us all. Did and we? And we tried to just, you know. That's a lot. Well, I don't know, maybe. I, think it was, I said it as a joke at oh. dinner time. And then I was like, I- I'm going to try and smoke 88 spliffs by myself. And obviously it didn't even get close. But uh, we tried to just make the entire day in every single way 88. So that was that was a really fun part. Yeah. And then the fu- the funny thing was the re- we went to that Quan 88 that happened to be the Asian restaurant that has fucking 700 things on the menu. So they had to have an 88. 
and that made it even more fun. It was great. And did we go anywhere else, dude? Or was it just those two things? Maybe we went to a bar afterwards or something. I really don't really don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. We didn't ha- we didn't have any uh, altercations, so we didn't remember it. No. Yeah, exactly. There was nothing crazy. Yeah, we never no no choking with the non-dommy, you know. No, you don't want a bit of that, mate. You don't want that, eh? Fuck, no. don't like that. Mm-mm. Get in there, mate. Shit, fuck. Don't bring the non-dommy out. Fuck. All right. Ah, oh, cancer. Um, oh. So anyway, that's why we're obsessed with 88. So since then, we've just you know, leaned into it. So episode 88 was, uh, you know, we didn't plan any 88 It's, it's an event. It's an event. Maybe we could. I could ask you some eighty-eight trivia. I could pull up some stuff on my phone real quick. Please do it. I was like, I was five. I probably don't know much. Or we could just read read out some facts about nineteen eighty-eight, like hip hop. Let's do that. Okay, we'll do that at the end. Um, So anyway, that's the context uh, behind eighty-eight. So it's pretty funny. Now, uh, Yeezy news. So, uh, did I? Important. It's very important. Did I talk about the boots? And what happened Last with week, the boots? Uh, you talked about the jacket and the boots. Did you order the boots? No. So what had happened was... What um, happened I'm was... I'm going to show the, the, the boots on the screen here. So they have these boots that they drop. Um, and they they do the drops... Here they <coughs> Bless you. It's called Yeezy Desert Boots. They're pretty fire. Just coughing, mate. Doobie coughs. Well, that's actually look, looks like some fucking army Desert Storm boots. Yeah. And they I really like these ones. If I go... Again, very Tatooine. I feel like I'm in Star Wars with, with the whole Yeezy line, bro. Yeah, they're pretty Very sick. Tatooine. Look at that. Go. S- super Desert Cam boots. Super. But, but swaggy. No grip. No, probably not you that much. slip it on all sorts of things. So you could just buy them. So sometimes they have a drawer where you go in and you put your size down, you actually put in like the CVV number or CCV, whatever it's called on the back of your credit card because everything's already saved in there and it will automatically charge you and ship it out if you win the draw. <clears throat> they have retail releases where you can go in and then you get a raffle and then you go to the retail store, you get a reservation, you go purchase it there. Or sometimes like this one, they just pop up and you can just buy them and it's like a surprise kind of drop. So I knew they were coming, but I didn't know what day. And I saw them and, and I went to get them. And now the problem with the Yeezys is the sizing is fucked. Like I'm a 12. I don't know if I talked about this. I won't go into detail, but I'm a yeah, 12. Most of them you go half a size up. Some of them you go full size up. The boots uh, were, uh, so were already sold out for some reason in 13.5. But I was, I was like, and I saw some stuff on Reddit about all these different ideas about the sizing. So I did some research. I watched about six YouTube videos um, we'll skim through them just to see what they said. Some of them you said go full size and a half up or it's just too tight. And some of them were just saying Fuck a full that. size. So by the time I looked, I knew I couldn't go a size and a half up because the 13 and a half is already sold out. So I went back to the app and then everything was sold out. So by the time I watched all the videos and came back, they were gone. But <clears throat> I'm not mad because the the one shoe I've wanted, I have all the Yeezys that I wanted, they're called the Wave Runner. They're the 700 V1s, the first dad shoe to ever bring dad shoes back. And they're the most <laughs> firest colorway. And then, <coughs> so I, I put in, it actually draws on, um, can you see it? Oh. Blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah. It's, there you go. It's gray, uh, orange, black, and there's some this blue, but it says you won the reservation. So I actually got them in store. So I'm going to go in store and pick them up this week, which I haven't got before because the draw doesn't happen until Tuesday. But I, wo- I woke up today and uh, I won these. Checked off to that. Um, fucking you, mate. Stoke. Give yourself a round of applause and a fucking round of applause for the Yeezys. Get a dog up, yeah. Get a dog. 
They're uh, extraordinarily expensive, Oof. but um, I don't know why they put them up so much, but I don't give a fuck, man. They're the drippy issue of all time, so I'm, ex- I'm just like rock solid. Rock solid, mate. Rock solid, hey, man. <clears throat> as long as yeah. that's all I want, I want you to be rock solid all the time. That's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. Just like just so solid it's just vibrating on its own axis it doesn't even know what to do it's just, just like constantly just uncomfortable fucking angry yeah just yeah. throbbing so uncomfortably like just ready to anyway <laughs> anyway you know the vibes so I was very happy with that Yeezy um, and then there's no other Yeezy news but the other thing oh I got to wear Yeezys outside last week on I think it was uh, Thursday it was like 16 degrees or some bullshit so I got like to just wear. Come true. Oh, mate! I haven't worn anything but boots for like four months, so it was truth. Yeah, it was beautiful because there's just so much snow here compared to Toronto, and like you can't really risk it. But so much of the snow had gone, it was not a risk to the kick. So it was very nice to actually like not wear a jacket and uh, wear some kicks. So you know, man's was excited. What the fuck I'm saying, bro. The fuck I am saying, BLT. So. The other thing was this morning, so I did see, I saw that. So I was, you know, we always have a late night Saturday night sleeping. I was kind of in and out. I always, I always sleep shit on Saturdays coming into Sunday because it's because uh, we go to bed late and get kind of wasted. Part of the past, part of the deal. And I woke up and it sounded like it was raining indoors again. I'm like, fuck. So I got up, went in the bathroom, and it sounded like it, and that's what happened the last time it flooded in December. So I'm walking into the living room. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. It better not. I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm just leaving. If this happens again, I'm, I'm just fucking out. But fortunately, it, it didn't hit the living room. It was just in the bathroom. The whole ceiling was coming down, actually like breaking and falling off. It's all yellow again. We had the bucket. We got a bunch of towels, so I had to go and wash them all. But fortunately, hell, it just uh, stayed in that one area, which wasn't so bad, but bit of a shitty start to the day because, uh, man, and the dude, the manager came around and he said that it was because the plumbers did a shit job on something up up above Holy us. Holy fuck. So Dodgy said, French cunts, mate. Mate, it's always the Frenchies. No, it's not not French cunts. We'll I mean, they could cunts. be. I don't know, man. They're just, just like, just I thought it was him being a tight ass because maybe they didn't want to spend <clears> the money and, and on, you know, good plumbers or whatever the fuck. But, yeah, it was pretty, pretty fucking annoying. Could have been a lot worse, so we're happy – that, that that's what it is but yeah, we are up. trying to leave here soon anyway so I don't I just don't want any more like uh, fuckery so that was a bit of a piss off nosh that sucked a Dude, fat one the biggest dong sausage right in the fucking head top first thing in the fucking morning fucking dong sausages alright well that was all my I don't know if you've got any other things you want to talk about before we get into the <coughs> the, the balls of it here but that was just all my intro stuff oh mate fuck you don't have to. Not really, eh? No, you're good. All right, beauty. Well, that's sorted. Let's fucking go. So uh, I guess we'll start with music. Um, there was a bunch of stuff this week. I listened to not much, but a couple of things. So looking at the projects, I sent the link in the, the note there to the uh, hip hop by the numbers. Um, okay. Cypress Hill dropped a new album produced by Black Milk. Did you know what was produced by Black Milk? No, it did not. So I'm excited to listen to that. I actually didn't get to check it yet. So it's called Back in Black. Um, it got under 10 songs, which I really like. So I think I'm pretty excited to check for that. 
particularly the fact that, you know, like that must be crazy for Black Milk to be working with a legendary group and produce a whole project. I, I Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. And the Detroit Fucking cunts. Hell. The Detroit, bro, because what's the other dude? Apollo Brown from Detroit. And he's doing all right. this stuff with people. It's so smart. You're doing that for one of our homies right now. Like it's kind of on and off. And you're producing the Sea and Notion collab album. Uh, we're already starting to yep. select the beats for that slowly. Um, I'm also doing a, uh, mm. a uh, old Notion produced album with the Mighty Rhino. That's pretty much uh, sick. You know, so that, that, that's in the work as well because he's he's copped so many beats over time. He's got, you know, whatever. I think he's going to do maybe a ten track uh, album, dude. That or is maybe so just sick. A eight eight song EP. But like, yeah. I don't um, know. Half of his – I did a lot, lot on his previous albums, like just like peppered in, but I didn't do the whole thing. So now, they, now that he's, you know, copped so many beats over so long, he's just got enough to – and he announced it to me like you know, a little while ago. So that's a next goal for uh, I guess maybe the end of this year or the start of the next one. So Okay. Because there's an album that I'm working on right now that he's almost, that I've almost finished for him, which is going to come out in hopefully <clears> April, <throat> oh, maybe May and really, that's realistically. Not, that's not the, the whole Notion produced one. No, okay. but I've got beats on this one. But yeah, so Rhino's got some <clears throat> fucking work piled in the, <clears throat> in the vault, mate. Good for him. Can't doesn't stop. No, he's he's, he's prolific. He's, he's doing his thing. So uh, that's exciting. So yeah, lots of um, that's really cool, man. Coming around. That makes me very happy. Yeah. I want to see more of that, uh, as much of that from you as possible. I just think it's so sick. Like as you know, like I've talked about it before. I, I only like working with one producer per project. <clears throat> so I'm excited to finally do our one together. With all your shit. Oh, it'd be disgusting. Yeah, so we're just going to try to pick the... I've got... I think I told you I picked... I went through the shit you sent me and I picked about six because I'm a picky cunt. So I'm a little... I think you sent me like 60 and I picked like six of that. So i got to go yeah, through... Yeah, I expected that. Yeah, expect... I figured you... I thought you were going to pick like three to five out of what I send. You know the vibe. <clears throat> but if, I, if I send you 50, yeah. I, I usually think... I think if I send you around 50, you, you tell me like three to five. It's probably and if it's, right? You know, I don't know. If, if there's like... Um, other ones you want to use for singles, it might be like eight. Yeah, that's true. I'm not really looking for that right now, but because we have, I, I still have Relentless Deluxe coming, which I took the yeah, photos for last I, night. And we've got the Smokewell Project Part Two, and then ours. So I'm not really worried so much about. Yeah. I probably should do some singles, <clears throat> but I, I don't have my microphone back yet. It's been like a month. Fuck, I've got to follow up. Pussy hole, really? Yeah, Fucking I up. think it's just the guy's busy. It's taking a while. He said it was fine, but I think I might check back in. Anyways. So huh. I think it's really sick that you're doing that and lots of stuff coming. Beautiful to hear. So <coughs> there's that from Cypress Hill. And then um, Sayari the Kid did an album called The Shadow in the Shade. So I definitely want to see that. Uh, see that. I want to listen to that because uh, he's That's crazy. great. As far as the singles, I checked a couple out. Um, Sid and Lucky Day did a song called Cyber which was fucking really, really good. That shit slapped. Uh, obviously- You know I love Lucky, this yeah, one man. boy. Lucky sounds really good on that shit. Um, I also listened to most of his album, The Candy Drip, uh, today, and he sounds a lot like, um, it's kind of like super Frank Ocean-y. <clears throat> it's good, Ooh. really good, yeah. yeah I need to get back up on that. I've been uh, busy working <clears throat> on all the behind the scenes <clears throat> as usual. Mm -hmm. So you didn't get um, to like check it as much, but- <clears throat> Yeah. That sounds good though. I'm excited. And the other one I really liked was Joyce Rice uh, did a song with Kate Trinata oh, called fire. Iced Tea, and it's fire. It's fucking great, oh. man. Um, there wasn't both of those guys are crazy. Yeah, they both of them are amazing. So super talented. So those were the two joints that I checked. It was they were great. But I'm definitely gonna listen to those albums. Um, 
So, yeah, lots of good stuff, and I agree with you. Like, I haven't been checking hardly anything lately either. We've been Tiff has been playing a lot of um, which is I've been really enjoying the uh, Sunday Service, Sunday Service album, and hey, and um, Kanye. Jesus I'm gonna is check King. that, bro. It's so sick. So she has it in the, the morning. gospel shit. The gospel shit Lose is your mind, so eh? fire. If you haven't heard it, it's it's got it's so I haven't. No. <clears throat> it's got about twenty songs on there, and they do just like the the gospel version of like um, Father Stretch My Hands, like Beautiful Morning, da, 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 all that shit. Oh, like, dude, sick! It's, okay, with like a hundred cunts singing, it's beautiful. But they do the whole yeah. Oh my god! And they disgusting. do the transition so, like yo, Matilda, treasure, I'm gonna shoot you, beautiful. When they start to come in with the beat and stuff, like the thing up until the. It's just so sick, and they do um, uh, uh, "Rain" by a. Is that the Jesus is Born album? No, it's not Jesus is Born, babe. It's a, like I found one that says Kanye West presents Sunday Service Choir. Jesus is Jesus Born is, is a born Sunday album. Service one, right? No, Jesus is Born is Sunday Service, right? Okay, yeah, and Jesus is King is the Kanye one. Yes, correct. So that, sick. So yeah, I found what I found a thing for it. I'm keen. Thank I'm you. Listen to it the second we're done here. I fucking go to the link. I'm gonna yes. fucking it's so smoke fucking a fat good. while I eat some dinner. And so her Tiff listening sick, to dude. that, she'd been playing just in the mornings just to like ease. Cause she gets up earlier than me because she's got more shit to do with clients, and I'm I'm a pussy and I need to sleep. Respect more. that. I respect um, that hustle. Also, oh it takes me ages to get to sleep, and she's is. She has a superpower that, that I like a light, like a superpower. Light. And I, if I could get a su- any I've superpower, I've seen it at Christmas time. Yeah, man, that's that's what I want. I'm so jealous. So, bro, she can go to sleep really quick. So I guess she just gets more sleep sooner than me because it takes me so long. Anyway, the she'd been listening to that in the mornings, and I told her, I was like, "Oh, have you listened to Jesus is King?" And she's, like, "Oh, fuck, I forgot about that." And she put that on, and we've been listening to that the last few days, just like not not constantly, but a decent amount. And I'm like, "Yo, this shit slaps, bro!" Like it it hits. So much harder than I remember enjoying it when it dropped. Because, you know, you, we go in, going into it. Oh, cool. New Kanye album. Like, ah, oh, it's gospel. Fuck. Okay. But it just fucking slaps, bro. You got to uh, sit with it. Yeah. You have to grow with it. I, I really, honestly, it's probably at this point, it might even be top five Kanye for me, uh, which is weird. Huh. No, not I not top wait three. to hear it then. Yeah. It's, it's very, very good. But listen to Sunday Service. First, because that one is only gospel. There's no rap, and then obviously Jesus is King is like a gospel rap album. So it's okay. I don't know, man. I'm just really into it right now. Uh, I appreciate Tiff like bumping it. It's, it's fucking. I think I may have heard bits of Jesus is King. I think no, you think m- must heard, have like, heard it. Like closed on must, yeah, closed on Sunday. Like the you're my Chick Fil A, like that joint. Oh yes, okay, cool. So yeah. I have heard little oh, yeah, yeah. bits and snips. If you okay, haven't cool. heard the whole thing, I'd be pretty. No, I haven't. Surprised. I need to do that. Okay. So check Nose those two. Dog, Nose Doggy needs to uh, have some general listening time. Yeah, I think he's busy making music and probably be good for your ears. Give him a break. Listen to some other shit. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, so show. Praise the Lord. Check that. Um, praise the baby. Praise the infant. Ah uh, ah uh, uh. uh, I think we'll come back mm-hmm. to the Cypress Hill thing. You put this article here, so I think we'll refer back to that in sex. That looks fun. Um, Sweet. So. Tiff was like, oh, there's a new Nicki Minaj video today. And she said it was the song with Koi LeRae uh, featuring Nicki. You know who she is? Koi is um, uh, Benzino's daughter. Yeah, yeah, the one that's uh, dating that Canadian dude. Presser, that- yeah. Yeah, that yep. cheeky cunt. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so there's a song called Blick Blick, and it's the most ridiculous chorus, and <laughs> she's so bad. 
It's it's so. Uh, look, I'm going to the thing right now. Yeah, like you can check it, but the link I put is a link just to the tweet. Hip hop numbers tweet. Hip hop okay, numbers tweet. So apparently that song is number one on iTunes, which is Nicki Minaj's twenty <clears> seventh <throat> number one on iTunes, which makes her the artist with the most uh, number ones of all time, even beating Drake, who had twenty six. So get the fuck out of my face. It's a really bad song, but it's actually kind of because I don't look. I bitched about Nicki Minaj here a bunch. I'm just not a fan. But you hear Nicki because Tiff didn't know who Coyle Ray really was. She'd heard some of her music before because they're popping on reels. There's this one really annoying one. Um, <clears throat> and goodness me. She, we watched, I explained who she was. She said, oh, okay. And it was funny to see her rap and then see Nikki come in and just, just it's just like the, the skill set is just like, it's night and day. It was really, it was just actually really yeah. cool for actually, because look, even though I'm a hater, I'm like, oh my gosh, Nikki just fucking demolished it. It was, it was, and it, it still wasn't like, world changing raps it was just in comparison you're like Jesus Nikki does have a lot of skills and it made you sort of realize like ah oh, probably am fronting a little bit just because I don't really like the content all the time <laughs> I don't like the beats I don't really like because you saw her against something uh, someone mm. so horrible mm. yeah because she's a fu- I think she's a, a an aggressive obnoxious idiot most not all the time but very often and I don't like hearing the things she's saying oh I have it playing right now what's what's the notion live take on it um, <laughs> I like watching your face. I think that kind of says it all. You watching the video? So weird. Yeah, right. She's doing everything she can to get her uh, itty bitties out. Mm. Yeah, which is weird because she's no shade and I'm no body shaming, but she's kind of built like a 12 year old boy. So like, she's, it's weird yeah. to see her get wear the clothes that very curvy women wear and get all her shit out when she does. She even dress. I feel like she's androgynous. I guess is what I mean. Like. She's just very like she dresses like Joel Santana. She got lots of like yeah. do rags and the big hats. It's very and she looks like funky when she wears that stuff. And there's another video we watched afterwards, and she was basically she was you know wearing a t shirt and chains, and she looked just like a to be honest like a cool. It's kind of like a mumble rap young ma that's yeah, like rap young ma yeah on lean yeah because she makes noises. She's like yeah she's like. Like, what are you yeah, doing? No, <clears throat> interesting. Wow. That's no. my live take. Is that enough? That's, that's enough. enough. You don't need to enough. poison your ears. I'll listen anymore. to Nikki's uh, verse afterwards. Yeah, that's worth checking out because I think Crazy. it's more like it's the, the, the contrast. I think it'd be interesting for you to, to hear that. You, so actually watch the vid- the whole video is probably like three minutes anyway. So be well, co- I, don't, I don't hate Nikki like you do. No, I, you don't, I, no. I respect her pen because, uh, you know, she's pretty good like fuck she's i'm not a fan of her tunes but for the most part she writes most of her shit and that's that's admirable and she's written some fucking fire verses in the past when she was fresh like the monster verse and there's a couple other um ones along the way mixtape stuff and some album things but yeah i don't know i don't hate her but i definitely don't listen to her at all like Um, at all no same like at all, and like, I mean, I probably heard. She's the type of artist that you'd hear when you know back in the day, when you're at the at the mall or you're at the fucking, you know, supermarket and there's bump in there. Like you, you just can't escape it because she's such a top forty artist. So there's a lot of songs that I've heard of hers that I just didn't really want to hear that much. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's really what it so, is, right? Yeah, the mainstream. So they're the ones that I hate the most, and that's usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I think you, I think you'll appreciate the uh, the bars anyway. So. Sword ass. That's an interesting one. Okay, what else we got here? So two chains. Uh, we always talk about the the drink champs because uh, they do have you know obviously some pretty solid guests on here. So the latest it's one is guests, two chains. Yeah, you were telling Girl me. Two train. Oh, oh, does he? he doesn't have a noise, does he? 
No, he needs a noise. He's like two chains. Yeah, just like, that's probably all it is. Yeah, right? he's just he's just kind of southern Atlanta drawl. So okay, no, like a oh. yeah, yeah. Um, what's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, <laughs> that's what he does. Doesn't okay. like that, right? I, yeah, honestly, I, so. I don't really, I don't really fuck with his stuff. To be he honest, he has that birthday know. song, right? I think so. Tiff would know because it's kind of all that stuff was like this other era that I think is like. Yeah, we, we weren't were, ready for that shit. Not ro- not ready. We were, we were like, not clubbing no, when yeah, those yeah. things were ha- out because I stopped clubbing oh, like right. 23 or whatever. So anything after yeah. that from like to <clears throat> mid 2000s, I wasn't hearing out unless we were go. We were at rap shows or we were in the car or the studio or whatever the fuck listening to stuff. What um, up? So we didn't hear all those songs. So I think all of that's like the early 2000s, like. Oh, like after we stopped going anyway. So yes, maybe it was. Tell me about the episode. What have you? What did you like about it? What's 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 the vibes? Uh, it's good. I've always respected uh, Two Chains as a, as a businessman, and uh, it's how he moves and how he rolls. Like I know I've just seen. I'm not a huge fan of his music. I do I do like know him as Teddy Boy as well, and as you know, seen him get away from. Uh, DTP label, <clears throat> and then get it to his own shit. And uh, he was explaining. Uh, all, a lot of the, the workings behind those sort of stories and there was a bunch of dangerous shit that happens at the studio. He was talking about his past a bit. Um, yeah, it was just really cool because he's, he's an insightful dude. He's proper. He's really um, well thought out and he just, I don't know, he takes his time. He's not a big drinker and he was just, uh, he's always cool and calculated and the more I see interviews with him, the more I like him and I just like, mm. you know, I really enjoy his perspective and I noticed that he's gotten more like kind of not like not enlightened is the word I was going to use, but it's not, you know what I mean? Not really accurate, but he's definitely just woke, even if you could say that, but um, yeah, he's switched on and he's just aware and he's just uh, moving in the right kind of way. And he's learned from his shitty past and other cunts that did shitty things around him and he just moves proper and, he capitalized on a lot of things and he's had the I've seen a couple of the shows like when he like the most expensive fist or whatever the fuck that show was um, where he smokes like the most expensive blunt and Mm. stuff like that that's kind of fun he's funny as shit dude the Atlanta the Atlanta draw like you know we've been there we've had a great fucking time we love the the southern hospitality is super duper real even though we've uh, only been there for like a week tops we went twice Uh, we did go twice yeah but it was just yeah call it a week week and a half probably yeah yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. I can't wait to go back. Um, just yeah, so yeah, it's a it's, it's a good interview. Um, it does go for three hours. I'd say like two point five hours a solid of solid as fuck, and then the rest of it's kind of like just them getting lost and then uh, wearing it down. But yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Like right. most of the recent the recent ones we talked about, um, they've been proper. Yeah, Nori's got a good lineup. I really enjoyed the game one. I listened to that after you told me that was really good. Oh, good. That was really good. got a good. bit yeah, messy yeah. to what, like, I don't know if we talked, did we talk <clears> about it last? so much, man. We, we touched on it, oh, we but did, you hadn't okay. seen it yet. Oh, I hadn't yet. Okay, well, I did, must have listened to it this week then. Yeah, it was it was great. It was just Nori kept, um, he keeps derailing shit. Like, he'll get to a point and then he'll stop the conversation direction and just pivot all the time, which, mm. and sometimes he'll cut people off and not let them finish their stories and stuff. It's like, it gets a little, like, much. I wish EFN, we did talk about this last week because we were saying how important EFN was to it. I remember that. So I won't go into it again, but right. I'm curious to right, hear this. Right. I'll definitely check that. So I've been anytime you're saying that's fire, uh, I'm with it. So that's great. Yeah, because like I check, I check most of them, and then like if it's a if it's a guest I'm not like a massive fan of, I'll just kind of like skip in segments and find like 
you know, skip every 20 minutes and see if it's all right. But it's been, they had a good, uh, a good streak. So I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Love it. Fuck yeah. Killing it. Um, more Kanye. I feel there's Kanye news every week, which is, uh, oh, you know, always interesting. He's got a couple of things going on. He certainly does. So his latest, I guess, obviously, the, I don't know if there's any more new updates with the Pete Davis and stuff. I think that happened last week, but. This week, he was banned from Instagram for 24 hours because he said some, like, what they probably called hate speech to Trevor Noah. Um, he put, like, he posted, like, oh. a, a photo of, like, he's so weird. Like, you know, it's like he Googled Trevor Noah, put the picture of the results on Google, of screenshot, and then he said, I don't think I'm, we're, I, don't, I don't think we should say the word, but, like, you know, kumbaya, he said a word, a, a slur for a, uh, basically, uh, one would call a tr- black person who was a traitor to their race, maybe, I think is the intention behind that word, that rhymed with that in that. So he said that, and Trevor put this really insightful post back to be like, look, man, like, you, I can't even remember what he didn't like about it. He's like, you, he might have just said Kanye needs help or something like that. And then he was like, man, like, you are one of my biggest inspirations. Every time I put on the seatbelt, I smile. Um, because of you, you've soundtracked some of the greatest moments of my life. It's, it's you know, I, I, I love you. I'm not here to do that. I just think you might need some help. And that's all I'm saying. Like, you know, I'm here to talk about that. So he actually had a really nice response to that. Um, crazy, fuck. which was cool. But so Kanye got <clears throat> removed from Instagram for that for 24 hours. And then the Grammys took him off as a performer. Um, which kind of sucks. Was he bad for, as a performer as a, like a, like he kind of tended. Because I know you put the thing in there. Can you just double check? I think it's as a performer, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, like, I'm just gonna. It, it's pretty. It up here. People were pretty pissed at him for it. I look. I didn't think it was that bad. So he's got five nominations. Okay. And for Donda. Blah blah. blah. It must be. Yeah. But yeah, he um, it's just just interesting, so, and it's a shame. Saying it can't go. Yeah, so like I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck because he had, everyone was like, "Oh, you're really surprised," and he had that thing when he pissed on the Grammy in the toilet. You know, he took a picture. It's a video of him pissing on his Grammy in the toilet. Are you serious? What the fuck? Yeah, um, <laughs> man's as well. Is it pretty fun? Oh my god, that's fucking wild. Like you can just all you're seeing is just the view from the toilet bowl, and then just this piss coming onto it, which is that's fucked up. It's pretty funny. But I guess he's not super into it. I imagine he doesn't care that much. So, um, yeah, he's been kind of quiet yeah. since. Uh, hasn't been sort of saying as much. I don't think there's been any new news since last week about the divorce stuff and the Pete Davidson shit or whatever, whatever. So I actually watched the video. Tiff put it on the other day. This like, you know, like, have you heard of a tea channel on YouTube? No. So like know, a gossip channel? Gossip channel, exactly. They call them T channels that talk about mostly like other YouTubers and sometimes just other people doing Trash. stuff. So there's one dude who talks a lot about YouTubers that we occasionally watch. Uh, it comes up in the algorithm. You watch a couple of them, they come up in Tiff's account, thank God. And uh, he did a whole video on Pete Davidson and all the problems that he's had. And he all, and you forget, you didn't realize all the shit he said, he said some crazy ass shit about his dad. Cause that's, he's like, he's an extreme comedian, right? Or whatever. And then yeah. um, he said some, fu- you know, all the stuff with Ariana Grande, um, Ariana, not Ariana, and um, all that type of stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that, like, he's a wild man like that. So it's um, not entirely sort of surprising. Um, 
yeah, anyway, I guess that, that talk's kind of died down a it's bit. It's off his chops, eh? <clears throat> Mate, it's off his chips, eye. So, Soft there's that. Chops. Feel a little kind yizzle. Uh, Gunnar had his first single to become gold in 2022. <clears throat> so what's the deal with that? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, basically, uh, push it pee. Hello. I was about to ask. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. What does it say about it? The... Um, on uh, March 15th, uh, I became the first artist of 2022 to earn a gold certification from the RIAA Record, for the efforts on their pushing uh, yes. assholes. Um, pushing P collaboration for blah, 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 for kind of DS Forever. Okay. Album back in January. So, yeah, he's the first man to uh, get a gold. That's pretty cool. Good for him. I get, but isn't that interesting that ain't nobody getting golds? Mm. I wonder what that means. Does that mean that no one gives a fuck on the, in the streaming world? Maybe, like, what, maybe. what does that mean for the music industry? If it took, it's, got, it's slow because he's the first artist, maybe? not the first rap artist, right? Because mm. that's a different, different uh, situation. Yeah, but what just says became the first artist of twenty two. Mm. Mm. So that's I don't know. That kind of says a lot, no? Like about. Um, about the uh, state of music fucking hell yeah and like how many people are listening because there's so much competition for our attention these days like you know whether it's tv movies youtube uh podcasts other you know like music maybe people want to listen to what they've already got downloaded as opposed to what's on spotify or elsewhere so it's like kind of crazy that you know it's so hard i guess it even kind of points it just shows everybody like how fucking hard it is to sort of make money because obviously no one's making money off the music itself. It's everything else that surrounds it. Maybe you get some, of course, <clears throat> some mm. sync for movies or some shit, um, or some or whatever other things like that. Um, movies, video games, TV, blah blah blah. Uh, you can get other brand deals and all that type of stuff. And then obviously touring. So it's like I don't know. It's kind of like a tough thing because you just make fuck all off off everything. That's kind of why like it's interesting as as time went on, it changed for us. I don't know about you, but like my I always really believed in my soul that we would be making a living off music. I guess technically kind of you are, but off your skills around music, like like producing and mixing and mastering and stuff. Or I guess yeah. I, I'm I'm making my a living off the skills that I learned from promoting our music. So I learned the skills on how to do the business side and that social media shit is what I do. And mm-hmm. you learned in order to get the music going, you learned how to produce an engineer and you're making a living off that. So actually, we kind of are just not how we thought. Interesting. It's funny how life fucking uh, directs you, mate. Yeah. Weird, eh? But yeah, so it's like it's yeah, never like that's anything. That's a good thing to think about. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's kind of a cool perspective. Like we, yeah. I, I, I love for, I love and kind of like, you know, Staying true to hip hop and just uh, and our own sort of paths led us to to this, to this. but it's because we focused on the one thing, you know, we so branched long. off, but it's still uh, because of it. Mm. And we're still doing it. We've still got projects. We're I'm still, still doing it. Exactly. I don't think we'll ever stop doing it though either. Even you know, no, I feel like no we're still not to. Oh, I feel still aside from the fucking gray hair, which I'm always very conscious about. I don't know. I've like, and that actually going to tie into oh, the buddy. next combo. You like that? Didn't even mean to. I'm ready. I'm ready to go full Gandalf and be the sickest rapper with the grayest fucking beard and tell like, fuck, fuck off, mate. <laughs> but you know what? 
She did. <laughs> I don't think cuts yeah, care. So but when come I to my, come to my concert and try to fucking cut it off, mate. I dare yeah, you. I dare I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I'll taunt, I taught cunts, mate. And then I'll get actual Gandalf to come here and go, you shall not pass. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, Give it a shot. That's a good one. Wasn't bad. That's a fucking good one, man. I actually watched it last week. I swear to God, I got yeah. heaps ripped and watched it. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> which, solid. Which one? The first one. First one. Fellowship of the Dong. The um, yeah. uh, <laughs> the three hour one or the yeah yeah, yeah. The three the extended cut. It's the best. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, I remember being Love sick it. from high school and uh, watching all three back to back in the extended like nine hours of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I was yeah. Were you with it was me? It's a whole no. day. Yeah. yeah. Were you, why would you be with me if I was sick on a school day? I'm pretty sure it was. Well, I've, I've done. I've definitely done that before. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't together. Maybe we did it. Maybe we did it. Maybe I was together older. when you weren't sick. Yeah. Maybe we just watched it anyway. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, okay. It's that's fire. It. So the ageism stuff. Yeah, it always bothers me. because people were commenting on when we were promoting um, the videos, the music videos on you know on Facebook and oh, yeah, ads, yeah. people were commenting and saying stuff about. There was just ages comments. I was like, interesting. That's really the first thing that y'all think. You're not listening to the music. You're not listening to the lyrics. You just it makes me want to wear like a ski mask and just be like, all right, now, now what? Now you can fucking, you know, check the shit. Do out. some like drill. Do some drill funk house trap. Well, whatever. Just the music. next videos that we do for um, uh, what's it called for um, uh, what are we doing our next for? Relentless. I don't know. I couldn't believe I forgot the name of my album. Rich is finishing up the video for I Got Next, which features Nosh and uh, My Clarity. So that should oh, be done. Sweet ass. I'm hoping it's done yeah, get to see this faces, week. Eh? I talked to him about it last night. Um, so he said it's nearly done. Cool. He's just been pretty busy and he's, you know, doing us a favor. So we'll get that done soon. Then we'll move on to the next. Uh, the next song. I don't know what to do next. We'll, we're just going to keep picking and just keep rolling out videos. And the deluxe album should be coming soon. So um, it's already done. Eyes. Just sort of need Josh to do the cover because he was waiting for me to take the photo. So I took the photo last night, Tiff did. Bloody uh, truth. Uh, so, um, okay, so there's that. Now, you got a wicked article here from what it looks like about Cypress Hill saying hip-hop really isn't a young man's game, which is amazing to me. So I don't know if it's worth like like how much of this is worth going through if you want to. I'm going to pull it up on my phone here instead of on the computer. It's a bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just to take a squiz and see... Um, What's going on with it? Oh, stop being a fucking... There you go, you cunt. Um, so, do you want to like... Summer up? Summarize. I'm going to hit it too so we can both maybe contribute here. I haven't, uh, just, I haven't read it, but I'm just I'm just scanning real quick and like I get what they're talking about. Like they're just saying um, essentially that like they've always done their own thing. Mm. Um, they're just being ourselves and giving the music... The, to the people the way they think it should be presented. Uh, people have always received as well for that. They say, uh, we're not following trends, nor have we ever followed trends. If we're trying to compete and do this music, it's important uh, with a lot of the trap stuff and everything like that. But I just it would seem forced, but we're not. Yes. Yeah. So this is a quote from that. So you, this, is, this is good context uh, from what you're saying. It says, unlike rock and roll musicians who don't seem to have an expiration date, hip-hop artists often feel dismissed once they hit a, th- a certain age. But Be Real and Sendog, who are both in their 50s, aren't buying the young man's game theory. Cypress has always done our own thing, Sen says. The culture has always rewarded us by sticking true to it. I don't think we've ever left it or anything like that. I've, I've always been a steady, it's always been a steady progression of the Cypress style and what we represent. I don't know how Bobo feels or whatever, which is the drummer dude, but I don't think it's like we're trying to do a takeover or anything like that and come back. We're still here 
here. We've never gone away. This is the 30th anniversary of the band, and that's what we need to focus on. So Fire. I guess they're just trying to say that, yeah, they're also saying that um, we're not following trends. Dogs. Yes, they are, definitely. Uh, we're not following trends, nor have we ever followed trends. If we were trying to compete and do this music that is most popular now with a lot of trap stuff and everything, then it would seem forced because that's not what we're about. We try to stay true to what we want and what we like, and we improve on that. And then Be Real says, uh, that was Bobo who said that. Be Real says, yeah, I think with that connection that there's with hip hop, oh, with the hip hop is a young man's game thing, it really isn't. It's for whoever and those who hold on to the position, passion for it, and if you keep razor sharp. Our school, the gold school, we continue to work even past the so-called prime. Everybody continues to work and it's like playing a sport. The more you train, the better you get at it. The more you do it, the more it becomes innate. It's second nature. And I think uh, I, I like think the gold school reference. That's not bad. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, so he's like, and he's also saying that um, it's with the industry. This music, this genre, goes in cycles. It always tends to trend younger because when you get to the age above thirty and forty, how do you connect with the teens and the young adults? Companies never figured that out. Your fan base gets older and they're younger, mm. and they get younger if you're lucky. Um, and this one, what happens is the record companies don't know how. I'm not trying to read this whole fucking article, but these are good quotes. Um, is the record companies yeah. don't know how to find the folks that grew up with you once they've become adults and they're now out to the world, not as oh. young people. Huh. They don't have that game down. So they're geared to keep marketing and promoting towards a younger audience. They're the ones, the record company and the record industry are the ones who play artists out like that. Well, you're above 30, you're above 40, you're done. That's not true. We're fucking seeing it more often now. And because the doors have been broken open, now you don't really need to show mm. them that. People can make a video, go on YouTube, crack it off and create the wave. It goes to show they weren't trying and they never will because it's easier to market towards young people. That's cool, eh? So That's he's, not fucking bad at all. So he's kind of saying that I guess that uh, as – say me and you are great examples. So it's easier for record labels to market to Dan because he's 24 than it is to me and you – you know, late 30s, early 40s type of era um, because they don't know how to reach us through their marketing. Even though we were fans of Cypress Hill when we were like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old. Exactly. How do you, like, we just follow Cypress Hill. So record companies don't, like, if they were smart, they would have artists like, like us, people who do the type of shit that we do and then market them towards the fan base that would probably be closer to our age. Like it doesn't mean that only people our age will like our shit, but we're not doing Coin Lorraine mm, mumble rap true. type stuff. Nothing wrong with that. It's just not nope. for us. Dan is an interesting example. He listens to Easy e from that late 80s. All kinds of weird shit. Yeah, but he listens to Eddie Wood. And good shit. And he said even like, he, yeah. you know, last time he was on, which is was good, he was loving the Big L project and the, um, uh, what was the other one we got him to listen to? Big L big, and... Big, big pun. Uh, pun. <clears throat> Capital Punishment. Yeah. And he was like... Dude, he had some good good feedback. That was really interesting. I, I liked that he liked it so much. Yeah. It made him, what did he say? He made it, it felt like he was, um, like it made the, the guys today kind of, he's like, man, they just do not have it the same. And that's not something me and you would say. Like shit today is not as good as it used to be, but that's an old man thing to say, and we know that. But that's true. I think it's true. Yeah, he had some uh, some fresh perspective, old man comments. Yeah, he's like too young to be an old man. It's actually hilarious. So uh, yeah, so it's legit. That's why, that's why it works out. Uh, checks yeah. out. So like exactly, 
because I'm like, all right, we didn't tell him and we disagree all the time on like, you know, he all, all the trap yeah. stuff and, and all the shit that he listens to. Me and you never or very rarely like the same things as he does. Um, but we very much aligned on this stuff and he was into it so much. He's like, give me two more albums to listen to. And I think we gave him Fat Joe, Don Cartagena and Mob Deep, Hell on Earth. Fantastic mm. projects. That was your idea. Mob Deep was the fucking best example. So stoked when you said that. What up? Yeah, yeah. Love that. So like, it's really cool to get someone like Dan's exa- uh, uh, like perspective on it because he, I guess he is out of the ordinary. I actually would like to talk to a kid his age and get him to listen to this stuff and you know someone who doesn't already like it like Dan does because I imagine there's got to be some 20-year-olds who, are, who only know Little Dirk and fucking Little Uzi Vert and shit. Like Uzi Vert <laughs> would be old people music to them. Type, type dudes. Oh, goodness. You know Imagine that w- what a world they mm. would live in. Probably like the, yeah, like 20 year olds, maybe 15 to 20 year olds would be interesting to see what they Holy think struth. of things. Because <clears throat> I saw this video the other day on Instagram and it was someone going up to their school. They must have been in like year 10 at the oldest. And he was going up to people's faces like best rapper out right now or be- best greatest of all time. And people were saying it wasn't all trash. And these were mostly white kids, so it seemed like a suburban American school type of thing. They all look, right. you know. So I don't even know where, I guess I'm saying that because I don't know what kind of, like what uh, neighborhood are they in? Because if you ask that in our day, we went to a suburban white school and or predominantly white school and because that's how the suburbs are, I guess, where we grew up. And they nobody listened to rap. Like, there was me, probably would have been four of us in the year level or something. Like, everyone used to make fun of me, and I think they did you too. So, like, yeah, you couldn't ask that. But now every, you know, they asked, it was like 30 people that they asked who their rappers were and favorite rappers that's were. That's crazy. A lot of them were saying J. Cole, Eminem, um, Kendrick. Lyricists. Like Drake, all, all like the more lyrical rap. There was some of the trash yeah, ones where people dope. said Future or Uzi or Dirk or those type of cats who I'm not mad at. Some of them said the baby, some said little baby. Like, who it was like also, 60, 40? Yeah, it was just impressive. It was like, all right, so maybe the kids, because like they might not just, it might just be a lack of awareness. They just don't know who Mob Deep are. They don't know who Big Pun is. But if you show them and then they yeah, already so like, far away from the, from the timeline, but they just, they just don't really hear it right on regular rotation or the outlets they're listening to, whether mm. it's like Spotify playlists or certain radio stations or their fucking brother or the sister cousin playing the things like, hmm. Cause that's how you hear of new shit. Like, you know, you have an older brother or Usually, sister. Yeah, like, yeah. I would show exactly. you stuff. I mean, we got into it most of it together time. from the beginning. We yeah, got yeah. into it at the same time. Like, because with with yeah. our with Lee, we are our parents' friends, yeah. son, and uh, he he schooled us. He was always like telling us about the next thing. So me and you got into it all together. And I guess as I got old, I probably got money first and was buying CDs and going out the way. And then yeah, you had a job you. before me. It's, that's exactly right. Blah, yeah, blah, I blah. borrow your shit exactly yeah. and run that. And I'd st- and occasionally you'd buy stuff and I'd steal your stuff too. So we yep. all like. It was it was a different, you know. We had that situation. So if you look at these kids, they would great. need like they're like our children. If we had kids in our mid twenties, we'd have a fifteen year old or whatever. They oh my goodness, would, imagine which would oh, be hilarious. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be fucking cool, actually. Oh, I, imagine I little like fifteen year old C Feezy walking behind you, mate. Oi, oi, oi mate, oi, fucking oi. hurry up and finish the potty. You fucking oi, have a beef me as you can. Like, don't be shit cunt, dad. Like, have ice cream. Can I, uh, can I have some new Yeezys, bro? Like, yeah, like no more Yeezys. Can I have the new ones? Yeah, you get the yeah. rave runners. So I you wonder if Yeezy. everyone gets Yeezys. Everybody, so. Yeezys for everybody. You need some. 
Um, you're the only one in the family now that doesn't have Yeezys because Dan's got them and Tiff's got them. Shit, son. Shit. Shit, son. Yo. Yo, I'll have to figure out my uh, what's what kind of stilo I want to yeah. fit into there. Well, I, I have to have a solid geese. I could. I know they're, I know they're a chunk of money, but if you do ever want them, you can use. I'll do it through my app, and then you can just pay me, and I'll get them to you. It, because <laughs> I, you, I have a better chance of getting them because of how much I, bought. I love it. You get points. I love it. I love it. Do I ever tell you about the it, points system? So I got there's a point system, Jeez, and I've yeah, got yeah. a fuck ton it's of a points. Whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I have a shit ton of points. Um, so because of that, it makes me get them easier. So you probably have zero chance of getting them yourself from your shit. But I'll be able to do Zero. it. Zero. So I'm not joking. Like it's basically no chance. That's how they do it. It's fucked up. So um, <laughs> anyway, what we talk about? I didn't want to like the digress to Yeezys. But anyway, if we had kids, we would show them our music, right? So they, yes. as a young person, would be familiar with it because our parents weren't really like you and me are into music, and we would show them the tracks. Our parents weren't really like we listened to their stuff: Brian Adams, Michael Jackson. Um, all that type of shit that they bumped. Dad had uh, Prince. Like, yeah, uh, a bit Guy of Prince. Straits. Yep. Um, what's the, the kind? Police. Phil Collins. Yep. Um, Phil Collins. Exactly. So I think there was some like Simon and Garfunkel shit. I thought was kind of gangster. No, Paul yeah, Simon. The, so, Simon the solo shit. The Paul Simon. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was even like some fucking Roy Orbison record yeah. in there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Dad, Dad had like Temptations. Classic. I stole a bunch of them um, back in the day because I he gave me his turntable. So I have them all in Australia now. That uh, some legend gave me a turntable, I need to bring them all over and um, bump it because it's a whole new passion now. I need to buy some speakers for it because it's like it does the trick, but it's pretty shit. And I feel like it doesn't do the music justice. So I bet you could get one hundred fifty dollars speakers that are sick and just plug them in, <laughs> run that shit. You know? Um, yeah, we can definitely figure that out. Yeah, no, I'm gonna check for those, but. Um, Anyway, we would show them and that's how they would do it. So that was kind of the point coming back to this is that it's hard, it's harder for the for the kids to be into it. But I guess that the labels haven't figured out how to not market to children because all they know is now TikTok, mm. right? TikTok's all that matters basically and getting a trending song on there, which the labels have to be paying for. It has to be something that you can go as a major to TikTok and like, all right, well, how much is it for two weeks of making this single trending? All right, boom. And then the idea is that it pushes it and then you, as it begins to really trend, it'll just do it organically. But the idea is it gives it that Naturally push that say thing, yeah. independent artists like us would never be able to have access to, right? Which is how the game is still rigged, even though it's supposed to be more democratic. Not true. So interesting that Cypress Hill feels like that because that means it's like literally the only people ever getting served are teenagers and maybe early 20s. And that's it. No one else has ever been serve stuff and there's way more artists like every other like you were saying every other art every other genre has mad artists that are that are older every rock you know people aren't talking shit oh Led Zeppelin are old fuck them or Prince was old fuck him like are you kidding me like any of the kids would die to fucking work with Prince and like like even you know even as he probably died in his early 50s I imagine like that shit is like crazy. So that means it's just like this big underserved markets. Like how are we discovering music if people aren't uh, advertising to us? If we're not watching TikTok dances, like how do you fucking get? Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Like luckily I've not so much you, you do it differently, but I've structured my Spotify algorithm to feed me uh, all the shit that I want. In I follow every artist that I like and I'm like, I want them to tell me when this person has new stuff. I follow them. And yeah. I would like some songs yeah. if I want. I have a similar thing on YouTube. 
Not okay. as good as Spotify, obviously. I mean, it's a different thing. It does but the trick. You can subscribe to the channels and stuff. Yeah, cool, cool. So that's a good way yeah. to do it as well. So then you get, if you just go to YouTube homepage or your phone, you can just scroll and you'll be able to get uh, fed some new stuff, which is great. So it's, it's interesting that we, we're not being like, I don't know what else they're doing aside from TikTok. I guess I can't speak to the specifics, but if he's as an artist who's been in the game for 30 years, for him to say that, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty big call to, to say that. I just think that's super fascinating. Um, oh, here we go. This is just touching on what I said. He said, we've been fortunate in that way that people passed down our music, much like Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath was passed down mm. to us. We caught it because people felt it was important enough to pass down. Like, hey, you like that style of music? Check out this band. We've become fans of that, and then we're all about that. We've been fortunate to have that. Our fans get older with us, and they've stood loyal, and they're there, which is what we were saying about us. We see them at the shows whenever possible. Then we see the younger base, where the, whereas they're passing it down to these young folks. It's great to see that we had that sort of impact, that people felt we were important enough to pass it down to a younger generation. So, like, it's because... Me or you, like we just said, me or you, maybe we, like we're showing Dan. Now he is the younger generation, but I think there's even the younger again. But we're showing Dan stuff. He probably doesn't know much about Cypress Hill except for Insane in the Brain or whatever. So like, mm. you know, we can. We should make him do uh, Black Sunday next time. Yeah, that's, that's his next great album. One. Black Sunday and probably like. I would, Has I would, he done Doggy Style before? That's a good one. If he hasn't done Doggy Style or, or The Chronic, he should do that. Uh, the chronic, yeah, yeah. If he hasn't, another one. I was make say, him do, make him do um, the doggy style and the, and the chronic in, in one listen, so he can talk about it. Yeah, and then in, the next week do Black Sunday. Yeah, and Black Sunday, you pair that with like <clears throat> something random. One album that I really liked is actually an EP. It's Ice Cube, Kill It Will. I really, really love. Kill that It one. Will's awesome. Where he's like um, handing you the gun on the yeah. on the cover. Yeah, sick. So I had that on tape. If you remember. Um, He's I like, love, yeah, Jerry Kill, oh, yeah. classic. I like that one. I think it was either the first <laughs> one he did after NWA, or the or the one, the it was like an album, the the first solo album, which is I think it's America's Most Wanted was his first one, and then um, right. then Kid or Will, <laughs> and then I think it went into like Lethal Injection and um, Death Certificate and all that stuff. So, oh, what up? Yeah, it was uh, wow. Look at all these names: like Death Good Certificate, Kill or Will. The Predator. Yeah, I remember the order because that era of Ice Cube I really loved. Yeah, those guys were the most baddest motherfuckers like Ice Cube, Dangerous. Ice T, like all, all of NWA. Yeah. Like they were bad motherfuckers, bro. Facts. So cool. Yeah, man. They were so cool to us, man, because it was just like you're doing shit that like we never <laughs> were exposed to. We never saw any of this stuff. We were we – would, Yeah. This is all so new. It was so fucking dope. So, yeah, we're going to keep giving down new music to – sorry, old music. To like listen that. to and, and keep expanding his palette. Um, and it's going to be interesting to kind of watch that journey and document that here. Then now with this context, this is a great article, man. I'm, thank you for putting this one in. This was really cool. Right up. I enjoyed this convo. I love this convo and I want to feel. Yeah, because we, we've touched on it a few times. I felt like, you know, we could just continue to expand on it. So uh, our listeners can, can get all the moving parts to it because there is a lot to it and there's a lot to unpack because it's, a, it's a, you know, it's an ever-evolving Deep. thing because hip-hop is only – it's the first time it's been this old as we've talked about before. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Yeah. I love it. I think we'll um, we'll make a big thing to stay on top of it then because uh, I didn't keep checking in with Dan and having these conversations because it's – it gives me a bit of hope after seeing – like I feel like there's so much – I dwell on the negativity with this one because I just feel like everyone's fucked but I should feel more positive. Well, cunts are pretty fucked but Look, I, have, I feel you. I feel like people who who fuck with Ash should have been super supportive though. So I, like, I'm, I appreciate oh, yeah. that. So it's more just like accessing other people who won't just see 
and go, oh, he's old because he has a few gray hair. I've had gray hairs in my beard for like five or six years. Like, so it's, it's no different. Like to that, I have gray hairs. You just have to look a little closer. Yeah, you you did better than me. My shit came quick. Maybe I'm more stressed just, than you. I think because I'm not high, not high enough, and I get too stressed. But into the vibes. Ah, oh man, that's why. To yum uh, up the drink tea. more of those things. I'm gonna send you all of my edibles, bro. Please, thank you. I'll be rocking the oils. Yes, I'd love to. I want to do. I told you about. I got them here. The um, the the Doritos. I've just been scared because I don't know how much it'll be to <laughs> break one, it off. Just have just have a chip, bro. Just have a chip. I would this one probably chip. die. Probably just die. have like one chip. Dude, because like the, how many chips is in the packet? Like I didn't 20? want to open it. No, if it's twenty, then it's different. I thought it felt like three. Oh, so, so take a bite. That's what I was thinking. I was going like to break the size off a, of, a, of a loony or a toonie. No, I was going no, to do the size of like a fucking dime. Because if you think about it, it's 500 yep. milligrams, right? This shit is 500 milligrams. Struth. 500 milligrams. Cool Ranch. These are legal in Canada, people, just so you know. So it's not yeah. naughty. Um, naughty. Obviously, they've got the not fucking naughty. nutrition guide on the back. It's you know. It's it com- looks so proper, like, like honestly. Yeah. I, I genuinely wish I liked uh, eating weed. Yeah, uh, yeah. jam. So I'm. I do like it. the chocolates, though. I can't front anyway. The chocolates you, are good. Take too. all the other everything else. So the without I, what's it got? I didn't eat want to open it. One on camera it. for everybody. Just eat one. No, 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 eat no. Eat one no. for everyone. Can you imagine? Because I'm having just this. Just do it. I guess you do. The just do it. Just do it. I don't do peer pressure. I'm way too well for that. So like I was, oh, it's got a Ziploc, so it's like it'd be fine. I just didn't want, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to start to do it. So I've just been hesitant because I'm like, oh. So I'm trying to touch it. Maybe there are more. I thought there was like three, but there's probably like 10 in here. So Yeah. I'm not sure. Way. I've never opened any of the packets I've had. So. Okay, that's so you wouldn't know. They're 500 milligrams. Keep in mind, this drink is five. <laughs> and I would normally probably have, if I so really like want to get lit, like 10. So, so it's a crumb thing. That's kind of what I was worried about. I just wanted to break off one the size of like a dime and see what happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've just been genuinely scared I to try it. I love it. Because it's fucking I love hardcore. it. Okay, you, can you please like, you know, just even with your phone, can you video document that How whole excursion? Yeah. Whether it's like two or three hours. And then just tell cunts how you feel because like that's going to be so funny, man. I can do that. That'd be pretty funny. I'm fucking weird. Can I make a little <sighs> reel for IG? See, Feezy does a fucking... Um, oh, see Feasy versus Metables. <laughs> Who's going to win? We know already, but let's try. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the edibles win. Uh, okay, one more thing, and then we'll do the real quick, see if there's some 88 stuff. Tell us about the 50 Cent Spirits getting the partnership with uh, the Houston Rockets. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so he has partnered with the basketball team uh, through his premium wine and spirits company, Sire Spirits. Okay. Uh, the deal will showcase, showcase his uh, Branson Cognac and Les Chemin de Roy Champagne brands. Um, it'll be sold at the Houston Rockets games at the Toyota Center events and multiple themed bars, uh, a branded luxury suite and a courtside lodge box. Okay. So he's just getting uh, – he's getting his – Things out there. All right, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, fuck it. <clears throat> he's okay. a mad cunt, so I'm a big fan of Fifty. It's a small yeah, power so, move. Yeah, man. Good for that. Good, That's cool, good, man. Uh, Getting them in. Hey, because everyone knows. Once again, it comes back to what just, we were saying. Everyone's making money off all this stuff. They're going into business. Yeah. No one's making yep. money off the yep. fucking music, right? If they were, why would they bother with all this shit? So exactly no one right. is even Fifty. So it's all be full making, of shit, and yeah, you make some, but you're not gonna fucking like. 
it's not enough if you've really got aspirations to do things. And it seems like a waste of a platform yeah. if you're that big and you don't do something like have a liquor brand or have a fucking whatever, whatever, have something, own clubs. Have a weed, have, it, have your own weed strain. Like, honestly, bro, <laughs> if we got to the, uh, you know, that that status, I would have my own weed strain. I would have my own grinder. I would have my own fucking. I wouldn't do papers because I ain't gonna. I'm gonna mess with raw. They're like perfect. Um, but I would make my you own do a things like that. With raw. I do a collab with raw. Holy fuck balls! Because yeah. that uh, Josh Cashelman seems like a fun motherfucker. So I would uh, be down with that. So yeah, I would just extend those kind of things. That would, the, the business moves I would do would be that. I'd make. I'd do like fucking. Maybe like a cool ass bike or some shit. Like maybe not a trail bike, but like just some some kind of bike, some okay. kind of hip hop fun bike. Hip hop fun bike. I want a hip hop fun bike. Like I don't a low know. rider. You know, like the low rider joints. I was just gonna say, maybe a low rider, but also maybe I don't know. I just like bikes. Yeah, I'm out here, bro. It, you know, it's out yeah. here pedaling. Yeah. Man's likes pedals. I do bunny hops in the kitchen. Okay, so all notion worry. does. So 1988 is highly known as the um, one of the golden years of hip-hop. Since coming back to the 88 thing, we're going to bring it home with that. And the other golden year would be 94. Uh, I've heard people argue the run between, say, 94 and 98 is one of the best. That would be my probably favorite not period bad. in rap. Not I imagine. Bad. Not bad at all. I don't know if anything much is better than that. those particular years. It's four, five, six, seven, eight, five years. I don't run. think so. Pretty impressive. So maybe I'll just run through some notable albums that were released in 1988 because obviously you and me... I'm going to start frothing. Yeah, fuck. I wonder if we... You would have been really young. You would have been four or five. Um, but if I would, it would have been two years older than you. But I wonder if we were listening to any rap in 88. I don't know for sure, though. I couldn't, couldn't. I don't know about I that. I think it was a little bit. Dude, my, my first time. memory of music is me dancing on the couch at Selby on that white couch. I was dancing to Prince uh, Cream video. Mum said I was dancing on the couch and I we was didn't live there then. following. I was, that was like 92 or something no? that song came out. So how, how old was I uh, for the, for at Cream? Selby House? Oh, maybe you maybe it wasn't been, Prince. You were born there. I was born at the other place. You weren't born at the other place. We were I know. at Endeavor Hills. So, so basically, like, mum told me, I, I don't know, maybe I'm getting the song wrong. Mum told me I was on the couch and there was something on the TV and I was f- copying it. So I was I think thrusting the on wrong. the couch. I got the song wrong. So I'm, I don't know what that is. I have to ask mum. But yeah, I was thrusting to something that was on TV. Maybe it was Michael was on Jackson. The couch dancing. Maybe. Cream oh, came maybe. out in 1991 and we left Selby in like 88, 89. Okay, cool. So it definitely wasn't Prince then. So Fuck that up. I don't remember listening to Prince except for that song growing up. My mum and dad didn't play Prince ever. They always played Michael Jackson. It was, just, it was on the music channels that we oh, used to watch, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Cream was, exactly right. We used to watch those shits all the time. Um, all the time, yeah, yeah. So you're probably, you're probably just me- messing up the song, but it, I, I don't – you would have been at that house probably at most five, maybe six. Three, four. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it worked out to be like four years older. That's what I was talking – I chatted with my mum about it. I'm like, then it was definitely wrong, the yeah. place is correct though for sure. If you were four, then definitely. Yeah. I'd want to know actually. You should text her and ask because that'd be pretty funny. I was dancing and thrusting, and, and then she, I was, she said she said you were on the couch in your nappy, thrusting and watching the TV. Would you have a nappy? The, copying the yeah, probably. Okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think you probably whatever would. I was, whatever I was. I was just like jamming 12. out with McClam out wearing nappies. Let's go. I'm joking. Um, okay. Yeah, let's go. That's cool. I'd like to find out what's on that one. i in my pants all day. Let's fucking go, cunt. All right. Well, here's a few albums, and I thought I'd do albums rather than singles. 
that were notable that were uh, released in 88. This is kind of like according to Wikipedia. Cool. Um, Ghetto Boys, Making Trouble. Don't really know that one. Uh, Bismarcky, Going Off. Uh, Jazzy Jeff from The Fresh Prince, He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. There's Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five on The Strength. Run DMC, Tougher Than Leather. Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh Crew, The World's Greatest Entertainer. Ooh, Bo- Boogie Down Productions, By All Means Necessary. That was the classic one. Um, Ooh. Audio 2, What More Can I Say? They're like the top villain guys. Um, EPMD, Strictly Business. Uh, Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane. Oh, Public Enemy, Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Uh, Eric B and Rakim follow the leader. Uh, Salt and Pepper, Assault with the Deadly Pepper. NWA, Straight Outta Compton. Beautiful. Um, two Life Crew, Move Something. Easy E, Easy Does It. Ice T, Power. MC Light, Light as a Rock. Molly Mal, In Control Volume 1. MC Hammer, Let's Get It Started. I didn't listen to Hammer. Did you? I never did. Uh, absolutely not. The only time was when he came onto the video channels. And we okay. saw like... yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah, with the big pants. That were pretty, that were pretty fire, though. Um, I mean, heavy yeah. pants and fire. Yeah. Uh, Ultra Magnetic <laughs> MCs, Critical Beatdown, uh, Kid and Play Too Hype, uh, Slick Rick, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, Jungle Brothers, Straight Out of the Jungle. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of stuff. Curtis Blow, Back by Popular Demand. There's a whole bunch of shit, but they're like people I don't even fucking know. Um, Oh, these are all unknown when they were released, the actual release date. So those are the main ones. Schoolie D, Smoke Some Kill. Um, that's kind of it of anything that I care about. I feel like looking at that, I don't know. This was so before my time. I just have, I don't really have a lot of like, oh yeah, fuck that was, you know, saying so we barely really said that. Like, I don't think we really heard many of those albums at all, except for Straight Outta Content. Yeah, So Exactly. Um, I guess it's probably... Uh, oh, a kids, eh? Just little kiddies. Just, just wee lads, eh? Anyway, just so, wee little kids, bro. That's enough with that. So 88, you know, we held it down. We had a little chin wag. It was beaut. Uh, anything else job. we want to fucking rub into everyone's faces before we uh, dip set, dip set, dip set what? Uh, fucking, it was more than 10 degrees here today. Was right it? Now. Oh, wow. Good for you. Yeah, it's pretty slow, eh? Went for a fucking rod in your bike, yeah. Um, I think it was like 12 degrees, real spit. Jesus Christ. I think we got like to four or five. Was it raining? You guys raining? No, mate. Yesterday was raining. Old people, weather talk, you know the vibes, guys. Yeah, we should have got rid of that at... Done the that beginning. at the start of the episode, <laughs> like we usually do. Like that's how we get well, the weather out the fucking way, mate. Looking at the, uh, you're so right. We'll do that next time. <coughs> so uh, the looks looking for here anyway. Basically, it's starting to be all almost every day is in the plus, which is good coming up. And single figures are going into April, and then uh, early April starts to go double figures. So, oh, but snowing. I can't wait for the April fucking Fuck trails it. to dry up. Can't just dry the mud up, would you? I want the wind and the sun to do their goddamn job. Yep. So I can rob your fucking bike on the dirt, mate. That's all mate, I want to do. That's all you Ride need. on the concrete. Assume me dumb cunts on the concrete. So I've got to get into the forest where no cunts are. Let's go. Cunt let's go. Zone. Double digits. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's fucking go. Let, cunt free zone. Come on. <laughs> Isn't that how he used to do it? That's how he did it. I swear he, he, swear uh, he did something very, very, it. very similar. Oh, no. That's exactly what he did. You nailed it. Channeled. Yep. You are Channeled my inner Leighton. Notion Hewitt. Yeah, we all are. We Layton. all are. Notion Hewitt. Leighton oh. baby. No, I guess Notion Yo, I go back and forth on the track. 
<laughs> you know. Yo, you should definitely do some Notion Hewitt. I wonder if we could do I a mean, song on our project where we just reference like Pat Cash and like Kieran Perkins. Classic tennis. Pete, uh, Peter Australian Dacos. Legendary. Plugger. Dacos. Oh, like Johnny, sporting legends. Yeah, all, Warnie, all Aussie sports. R. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Johnny Platten. Oh, my goodness. Dipper. Oh, all fucking. All the blokes. All the Australians. Will David fucking, Boone. Oh, Boone. fucking Booney. Dean Jones. The War Brothers. Just <laughs> fucking smashing fucking sixes, Ponty. man. Um, fucking Dermot. Dermot. The, War, the War Brothers. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> Dermy. Did you? Yeah, right. I said it. Um, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. You uh, heard Which other cunts? Either way, people don't. We can Google it. We're being silly. But um, yeah, that'd be funny as fuck. Anyway, um, where can every cunt find you online, man? Oh, mate. Uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At Illnote Studios on Instagram and Facebook. IllnoteStudios.com. Check out all my shit. Uh, NotionBeast.com. Listen to all my boots. Yes. Uh, special shout out to my baby boy. Uh, I have a pet tortoise. He's eight years old. Oris turned eight today. Uh, he's a beautiful little muffin. If you want to see what he looks like, go to Instagram at Oris the tortoise, O-R-O-S the tortoise, T-O-R-T-O-I-S-E. You have to say, we have a happy birthday noise, but I also want to say to Oris. Man, yeah, that's my boy, bro. We uh we just hung out today, gave him a bath, uh, gave him some snacks, and he ran around. He had a nice time. Good on uh, you. He's my little muffin cake, and he's a baby dinosaur man. He's a I love it. Cunt. Take him everywhere until you're fucking 100. Sweet as. He's the goat. <laughs> um, sorry, he's uh, the goat tortoise. He's the goat tortoise. Um, so you guys can get me at C-E-E-F-O-R on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Everyone, if you enjoyed listening, smash the thumbs up and watch it. Uh, hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. Ding. So you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at the Movement Fam. We drop every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, unless some shit happens and we fuck up, and then it's whenever we feel like. But typically Mondays. Um, yes, and if you're on Spotify, Apple Music, hit the five stars, get the reviews up because it does changes the game for us. Appreciate y'all. Oh, thumbnail. Oh, fummy. Nearly forgot, silly cunts. And uh, we'll see you sex gods and goddesses in the next one. Slayers, innit? Slayers. Did you get Laters. a thummy? I got the thummy, innit? I got it. Get a dog up, you cunt. Get a dog up, you cunt. That's you pretty cunt. aggressive, C. Yeah, oh look at me, notion twinning, 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 twinning. Oh, Hi, Joel. Oh, 2020. Look like you're about to go for a run, cunt. Peace. Peace, mate.